Welcome everyone to the Yourself Enlightened podcast. This is a bi-weekly podcast created for the everyday spiritual enthusiast like myself. On this podcast, we will discuss topics related to all things spiritual, divine, metaphysical, mystical, magical, health conscious, woo-woo, you know, the works. And if you're at all interested in these topics, then this podcast is for you. So join the conversation by following Yourself Enlightened on Instagram at yourself underscore enlightened and visit yourselfenlightened.com. I'm your host, Carissa, and today we are going to be discussing the pineal gland, also widely known as the third eye chakra. This is such a mysterious and mystical part of our physical and spiritual bodies, which is why it's such a great topic for today's episode. This tiny, tiny part of the brain is extremely powerful, and historically it's known for being extremely powerful too. It's a pine cone shaped gland that's typically between five and nine millimeters long. So again, it's teeny tiny, tucked into a groove between the two halves of the brain. Now, this chakra is also widely known as the mind's eye, the seat of the soul, the eye of God, the all seeing eye, and the eye of Horus from ancient Egyptian cultures as well. Um, And it's been referred to in many ancient cultures. Uh, I would say all of the major um, ancient cultures all have some kind of third eye reference. And in ancient Sanskrit, the name for the third eye is Ajna, meaning command and perceiving. So it's also known as our intuition center and the mystery gland, which I think is actually quite appropriate. It's quite the mysterious um, part of the body. Buddhists also referred to it as the eye consciousness. So again, it's been referenced so much throughout history, and it's just a fascinating thing to, to talk about. So an activated and healthy pineal gland is an important element of spiritual connection and well-being. Having a healthy and active third eye is going to heavily influence your psychic ability, your clairvoyance, your emotional intelligence, feeling of interconnectedness. It also influences our abilities to see beyond what we typically see in our physical environment, such as auric fields and energy fields of people and of objects. So having a healthy and awakened third eye Um, is important uh, as far as enhancing our intuition and our imagination, our creativity, and our ability to manifest through the law of attraction. So that can be greatly enhanced as well, right? You'll see more synchronicities. They'll show up uh, more prominently in your daily life. There's just more wonder and awe as you go throughout your life experience. So opening this third eye, again, can influence other psychic type abilities or other mystical experiences like astral projection, for example, being able to travel through different dimensions, also dreaming more vividly, having more lucid dream experiences. And we often receive important spiritual messages through our dreams, but a lot of people are so disconnected from that and from their pineal gland or third eye that they don't actually receive the messages or they don't remember their dreams well enough to pull these references from their dreams, these you know, symbolic messages that are coming from beyond. So again, having an open third eye is important, but 
what are the physical clues that your third eye is actually open? And if it's not open, what do we need to do about it? So these are some of the things we're going to continue discussing. So when your third eye is actually open, you'll experience light sensitivity. And I've personally gone through this too, and it's really intense, but it's really amazing. So, you know, the sunlight, bright lights when you're actually in a building, um, lights that are artificial as well, you'll have tons of sensitivity towards it, which can also lead to more frequent headaches at first, but I do feel like you get acclimated to this. Um, But it makes sense because this gland is actually known for producing melatonin, which helps us um, have healthier sleep cycles. So it promotes um, healthy sleep cycles and just our ability to be on that natural circadian rhythm that we're supposed to be on as human beings. And it does that naturally by being sensitive to light and dark. So when it's open, right, it's more sensitive to light, which just means it's working properly. Um, it definitely should be sensitive to light and dark so it can properly produce melatonin when it's appropriate during your, your daily cycle. So another clue though, that your third eye is open is that you'll have a dull sensation between the eyebrows. And this can be very interesting, but it's, it's definitely a real thing as well. And I've experienced this, um, but it's just this dull sensation. It's just more active. Like you can feel that it's actually, um, vibrant. And then you can also, like I mentioned, have minor headaches because of this. But again, you get um, to a point where they're not so prominent. Now, I wanted to talk about something that I think is really important to talk about. And I know there are a lot of people out there that are aware of this, but there are even more people out there that are not aware of this. So what I want to talk about is actually our uh, exposure to fluoride. So the average person in America is walking around with a blocked third eye chakra, first of all. And they don't even know it, which is unfortunate. It probably explains why the vast majority of people seem so disconnected from the earth and from one another. But why is this, right? Why are we so disconnected as a society from our body and from our spirit? And there are many factors, um, including fluoride. Fluoride is a really big part of this. So our state governments in the U.S., in the majority of the states, and actually I think in all states, I think it may even be more of a, at a city level now, um, but I, I'm not positive. But anyway, they will mandate that the water is quote-unquote enhanced with fluoride, which is actually very toxic for us to consume. And it's very, very toxic, even more so for our babies and our toddlers to consume this. So um, this awareness is really important. But the excuse or the reason that they have is that fluoride promotes healthier bones and teeth, which is true to some extent, but we should not be consuming fluoride. It is not good for our physical bodies. And because it impacts the third eye chakra so much, it's not good for our spiritual bodies either, especially not at the levels that most of us consume just through our tap water alone. In addition to our tap water, though, Our most commonly used toothpaste and mouthwash products are full of fluoride and other harmful ingredients as well. And I'm I'm bringing this up because fluoride calcifies or hardens our pineal gland, our third eye. When our gland is hardened and calcified, its ability to function properly is diminished significantly. So this is really important, like really important. Most people don't even realize this is happening. So I feel strongly that we need to continue fighting for fluoride-free tap water. 
but we're not even close to truly influencing change in this area yet. I do think that over time, more and more people will become aware and fight for it even harder. But uh, and there have been cases, you know, since the 50s, since this started to be um, something that was done across America, people have actually taken this to court with their municipalities and lost. Like, I don't think there's ever been a case that's been won by a, a civilian, you know, member of society fighting for the choice to have fluoride or not. So it's a, it's a big problem. And I think it's, it's something we need to look at. But I also don't want to look at it in fear right? We just need to be aware enough to make better choices. So we do have a choice. Sometimes it's not the most convenient thing to have to, you know, monitor our water or toothpaste, but it is doable. Um, And again, if you don't want to be exposed to fluoride, which nobody should, then you'll make the, the right choice and do what it takes. So for example, we can purchase water filtration systems that filter our water, but standard filtration systems don't actually remove fluoride. They remove other impurities in the water, but removal of fluoride requires a more intensive purification process. To remove fluoride, water must go through a reverse osmosis process. And you can typically purchase water that has gone through this process, but it can get a little bit costly. It's not too significant, but it, there's a cost to it, more than tap water, for example. But it's also um, stripped of all the other minerals that are good to have in our water. So if you do purchase reverse osmosis water, just realize that, that you should be replacing these electrolytes and these minerals through supplements of some kind. And there are some really fantastic supplements out there uh, in the market, but you almost have to do that to override this issue. So it's, it's like you're giving up one, you know, the minerals to have no fluoride, which is probably the better option, but still, you know, supplementing that I think um, can be good as well. So as for toothpaste, there are toothpastes out there that are fluoride free and I seek these out constantly and I've tried a lot of them and I actually, uh, haven't really found any that were terrible. I mean, a lot of them are naturally sweetened with essential oils. There are a lot of them that have coconut oil in them um, or activated charcoal. Um, and I go for, for those that are um, completely vegan. They've never been tested on animals. They're also paraben-free and have some of the other nasty chemical-related things that aren't, aren't in them as well. So Again, you can look at those. Um, I know Burt's Bees has a a really good option right now as well, which I thought was awesome that such a um, big company and organization would would go that route. Of course, they're naturally focused, but still, I was happy to see that they had, had produced that. Okay, so fluoride is also known for decreased melatonin production, which is not good for us, right? We are supposed to be on that circadian rhythm. That natural melatonin production allows us to do that and remain on healthy sleep cycles. So if it's decreasing that melatonin production, it's just not healthy for us in general. And it's also... Um, influencing premature puberty in young adults and accelerating sexual development. How interesting is that? Definitely not a positive thing. Um, So fluoride, again, can be just something that we want to avoid as much as possible. And I mentioned briefly that it impacts toddlers and children quite a bit. It's, It's really bad. And there are a lot of Um, studies out there too that you can get online and read Uh, and I recommend that you do that you know do your research on this this is just high level um, understanding and and high level um, explanation for you 
So removing fluoride from our diets as much as possible is critical to keeping our pineal gland free from blockages, and it's critical in order to keep our bodies healthy. But how do we cleanse our pineal gland, our third eye? How do we detoxify this gland that's been calcified for most of us over years and years and years, right? It's It's been calcified through the exposure of fluoride over the years and also, you know, with our exposure to calcium, drinking too much milk, for example, and too much dairy or whatever the case is, right? We also get toxins throughout our lives through, you know, other forms of exposure that also, you know, calcify this gland. So there are a lot of ways to cleanse though. My favorite product that I've found that I recently discovered is called spirulina. And spirulina is a blue-green algae. It's considered a major superfood. It's been researched a ton. Uh, It's been heavily researched to combat malnutrition, which I thought was really interesting because it's such a balanced superfood. And it's also been considered to be a great food to supply to astronauts during long-term space travel, so long-term flights in space. And as you probably know, astronauts require a lot of nutrients and they don't eat a ton, right? They have very compact, dense food um, or packets of, of powder or whatever. I don't know that much about it, but I thought that was very fascinating that spirulina happened to be on the top of that list. So it's definitely something to look into. So my experience taking spirulina has been interesting. So I took it for the first time for at least a couple weeks straight. Every day I made a spirulina mixed drink, uh, a blended drink with fresh ginger, fresh turmeric, um, cayenne pepper, um, cinnamon, lemon juice, and some orange juice. It actually blends really well with orange juice and lemon juice because the flavor itself is not good. It does not taste good. It has a very strong odor, very strong taste, and that acidic mixture with the orange juice really helps offset that. So it ends up being quite delicious actually. But I noticed very quickly that my third eye was opening. And I thought it was somewhat open already, but when I started to really see um, energy, like I could I could see an object and really see the energy around it and I could start to see auras and, and I was much more sensitive to light. Like I just, I knew that physically on a physical level, right, I, I was opening my third eye and it was really, really cool. So it really does help decalcify that gland and soften that gland, which is how it's supposed to be. But other foods that can help this process are chlorella, raw cacao, goji berries, garlic, lemons, bananas, watermelons, wheatgrass, hemp seeds, coconut oil, raw apple cider vinegar, um, ginseng, kale, bentonite clay as well, which you can also drink food-grade bentonite clay um, to help pull toxins out of the body, seaweed, honey, cilantro, broccoli, right? The list goes on and on as well, but... um, these aid in that quite a bit. So how do you know if your third eye is blocked? You can experience symptoms like reduced IQ, insomnia due to the lack of melatonin production, disconnection from a spiritual perspective, fatigue, hormonal imbalances, even bipolar disorder, anxiety. Um, All of these things can indicate that we're imbalanced somewhere, but maybe one of the first places to look would be the third eye chakra in the pineal gland. So how do you know if your pineal gland is decalcifying? Well, 
trust me, you'll know. <laughs> I've already mentioned the light sensitivity piece. Uh, and that really is a real thing. Uh, also, intuition becomes incredibly enhanced. So you'll just start to feel if something is about to happen. You'll see signs and imagery in your brain, right? You'll just, you'll know things beforehand. Um, and you'll just know the truth. And it's, it's pretty amazing. But again, it's enhanced quite a bit. Um, you'll see clearer. You'll see energy much more in just as you're um, seeing your world, as you're, you know, looking around. And it's, it's really interesting, but it's super cool. Things are just brighter and clearer. Colors are, are sharper and brighter. You'll be more susceptible to mysterious experiences and mystical situations and circumstances as well. So this third eye chakra is also an energy center, right? It's, it's one of our main chakras in our bodies, within our energy body. So this energy center, of course, sits in the center of your forehead. And the more healthy your pineal gland is from a physical perspective, the more the energy will flow freely through that chakra as well. So we can also activate this chakra system through meditation, visualization, chanting. Om is actually the, the chant for that chakra. So if you, you know, say Om and chant at least 108 times a day is what they say, that can really be powerful for the third eye chakra. Um, sun gazing is another which I mentioned earlier and through crystal work as well so purple is the color associated with this chakra specifically just as the other chakras have a color so does the third eye so therefore utilization of purple crystals on or around the third eye can really open it up and allow the energy to flow purple amethyst is my favorite I love amethyst it's actually one of my signature crystals and I love to have it on me I feel like my days just flow I have more energy I'm just more calm and at peace when I have amethyst in my energy field you can also use purple sapphires sodalite um, purple violet tourmaline rhodonite etc so hopefully this was interesting to you I am very fascinated by the third eye chakra and the pineal gland, I think it's just an incredible part of our being, and we really need to take care of it. This is our, our spiritual center, our intuition center. We need to be able to tap into that to truly connect to our highest soul, to our highest self. So I would recommend taking care of it, right? Heed some of this advice, cleanse your pineal gland, detoxify it, decalcify it, and see what experiences you have. And I would love to hear about your experiences with awakening your third eye and with this cleansing that you should be doing. So if you have any additional ideas or theories or resources available to you, please share those. Like let's be a community and let's share all of our ideas and the things that work well for us and things that don't work well for us. So please feel free to share on Instagram. You can DM me. I would love to hear from you. And we should continue sharing this knowledge and this awareness with others as well so that we can all awaken to this wisdom. So thank you for listening. Hopefully this was interesting to you. couple housekeeping items as well. My next two episodes, will I'll have very special guests um, that I will be interviewing. And they should be really fun and really insightful. I'm not going to share who I'm interviewing quite yet. It will be a bit of a surprise. Let's just say that one of them 
um, is a best-selling author in the spiritual space and has done some really incredible things um, with energy healing and we'll hear a little bit about her journey but I'm very excited to have some guests for the first time on Yourself Enlightened so please stay tuned and again reach out if you need anything or if you'd like to share anything. Thanks all so much. Love you and namaste.